Hello, everybody. Welcome back to today's episode of the Chicago Sports Insider Podcast. Let's start today's episode off talking about the Cubs who snapped their 12-game losing streak last night, beating the Reds 2-1. to Frank Schwindel got the Cubs started off on the on the scoreboard in the top of the third inning, hitting a double, scoring Rafael Ortega. Then top of the sixth, Ian Happ would hit a solo home run, his 13th of the season, making it 2 to nothing. Nick Castellanos would homer in the bottom of the sixth, hitting his 21st home run of the season, but it was not enough. As the as the Chicago White as the Chicago Cubs have snapped their long losing streak, Kyle Hendricks went six innings, allowed three hits, one earned run, three walks, and had three strikeouts on the game. Wick and Morgan both had nice appearances out of the bullpen. Cody Hoyer picked up the save, going two innings with two strikeouts. He has been a nice addition to the Cubs bullpen since he was acquired from the White Sox uh, in the Craig Kimbrell deal. Today's game on the mound for the Reds will be Tyler Molly, and then on the mound for the Cubs will be Adrian Sampson. Uh, that game will be starting very soon. Uh, the lineup for the Cubs is going to be Rafael Ortega at center field, Schwindel at first, half and left, Duffy at third, Bodie at second, uh, Hiro uh, Hermosalo in right field, Chirinos at catcher, Alcantara at short, and Sampson pitching. Hopefully the Cubs can win the series against the Reds before heading back to uh, to Wrigley Field to take on the Royals. White Sox dominated last night, beating the Roy- being the Oakland Athletics nine to nothing. It was a very good game for the Sox. Early in the game, Andrew Vaughn with singles, scoring Eloy Jimenez and Yoan Moncada, making it two to nothing. Then Jake Lamb in the bottom of the second inning would hit a two would hit a three run home run, scoring Goodwin and Vaughn, making it a five to nothing game in his first game back uh, since he was in AAA. He makes a big impact. Bottom of the fourth, Jose Abreu hits his twenty fifth home run of the season, scoring Cesar. Hernandez making it eight to nothing. Then bottom of the sixth, Tim Anderson would triple. That was his second triple of the season, scoring Zach Collins, making it a nine to nothing game. Uh, Sox starter Ronaldo Lopez went five innings, allowed one hit, two two walks, and four, had four strikeouts in the game. He has been dominant ever since returning to the Sox uh, to the Sox roster. Uh, hopefully, he could possibly even be a, a, a bullpen guy who could go deep into games when the Sox need him to. So a very good game from the Sox overall. They look uh, to take to get their third straight win against the Athletics on the mound for the Sox is Lance Lynn, who's ten and three with a two twenty six ERA. Cole Irving on the mound for the Athletics, who's eight and eleven with a three fifty two ERA on the year. That game is at seven ten at Guaranteed Rate Field. They'll play one more game against the Athletics on Thursday before heading to Tampa Bay to take on the Rays. Now let's talk about the Chicago Bears, who announced today that offensive tackle, uh, their second-round pick in the 2021 draft, Tevin Jenkins, will be undergoing back surgery today. Uh, There's no timetable for his return, but the hope is that he will be back this season. Tevin has been dealing with a back injury all training camp. He apparently had a back injury while at Oklahoma State as well, but it was not reported. Um unfortunate obviously hopefully he will be back this season I've, i was very excited to watch him play uh, the surgery will take place today uh hopefully he can be back this time soon uh, and then the Bears have also made some more roster cuts today. They have de- uh, waived DB Michael Joseph as well as linebacker Ladarius Mack the brother of Khalil Mack 
Now let's turn to the Blackhawks and some possible trade candidates uh, for this upcoming season. So let's start off talking about Alex Nylander. He's obviously uh, going to be a trade pack, uh, trade candidate. He just signed the uh, the extension the other day, which gave him a cap of about four hundred, about eight hundred and forty-seven thousand uh, for this season. But obviously, he's not a big investment. Um, Nylander was traded, was a former top 10 pick, was traded to the Blackhawks from the Buffalo Sabres for another first round pick in Henry Yokoharu. And this trade obviously doesn't look too good good right now since Yokoharu is becoming a pretty solid player with the Buffalo Sabres. And Nylander has had some injury issues and has really not been that great with the Blackhawks so far. Um, so obviously that trade has been a bit of a failure, but Nylander really isn't um, too committed to the team. He's not going to be 100% healthy after going uh, going down last season with a season-ending injury in training camp. So obviously he's not really a too big part, too big of a part of their uh, their franchise right now. So it would make a lot of sense for them to trade him, try and get some value for him. The next guy would be Dylan Strom. This is pretty obvious. Strom has been in trade talks for about a year now. Strom at one point looked like the future face of the Blackhawks. He was looking really good uh, ever since he was traded from Chicago, from uh, Arizona to Chicago. But unfortunately, recently he's just been struggling. 2021, the 2020-2021 season was not great for him. He only had 17 points in 40 games and towards the end of the season had trouble trying to uh, fit into the lineup. And that's going to be even more of a struggle for him since uh, now Jonathan Taze will be back, hopefully and Kirby Doc will be back for the entire season. So it's going to be even harder for him to make uh, to make it into the lineup this season. So it would make a lot of sense for him to get traded. They could even get something uh, pretty good in return for him since he still is pretty young. Uh, then the third player would be Calvin DeHaan. Obviously, DeHaan would be a, uh, a trade piece as well. There was rumors he was going to go to Seattle in the expansion draft. They chose to take Quinville instead. So obviously, DeHaan is... Not the best defenseman. He had a lot of struggles last season in the defensive uh, zone, particularly. And really, he he doesn't really fit their system right now. They have a lot of defensive depth after acquiring guys like Caleb Jones, uh, and they also have a lot of young guys like Nicholas Bodine, Alec Regula. So it would make a lot of sense for them to trade him right now, get some possibly get some draft picks, or get a player who could be valuable to the team right now. And that's going to do it for today's episode of the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.